sometimes we would sit there and we would try to sway them and be like, hey, you know, don't you want to have a say in where those taxes that are coming out of your check are spent? You know, I mean, these are your sidewalks. These are your streets. These are your infrastructure. You know, what are your parks, whatever it is. Um, And you have a right to to vote and to say what happens to those things. Um, And so just getting the awareness, I think now (laughs) after, you know, how everything went down, um, I think people are going to come out even more. And I think young people are going to come out more. And that I'm excited about. And this is Intentional Dangerfield. Intentional Dangerfield Podcast. Yo, you don't want it with these LFL type of hitters, interviewers, and critics. Cats all about their business. Yeah, we put it out for every one of our listeners. If the topic's official, we get it popping like Christian gear. We put it on. What you know about that? Sitting back in the lab, E cannon on track. C3 mastermind, yeah, you know about G. Spit speech, unique. Still connect with the street. C. Ty G. Makes the cipher complete. Round table like kings, 360 degrees. We on some whole other. So loud, no one to cover. Nothing sweet, yeah, we bringing that heat. This is breeze. Yeah, we definitely come for business. And, you know, speaking of coming for business, the special guest we have here this evening is a person of business. She's so busy. You can see her here. You can catch her working. It is an honor to have her in the building because, like I said, she's so busy to take time out of her schedule. Lisa Badger is in the building. Thanks like for to welcome, having me. Like to welcome you down What's to the up? danger zone. Yes. <laughs> no, so, Sounds like, so intimidating. <laughs> it is, but it's not really. It's not. What's intimidating is the amount of work that you and several other um, people are putting up in the city of Springfield, and it's really inspiring. You had a very busy summer, and I... I have to rewind because if I'm not mistaken, you had a very busy Sunday, was it? You had either Saturday or Sunday, you touched about three different events. Oh, Saturday, yeah. Yeah. So um, I had five on the books um, and uh, my daughter's homecoming. So I knew I wasn't going to get to everything. Mm -hmm. And homecoming is priority, of course. Definitely. Senior year. Oh, yes, special. um, Special. So I hit, um, I think I hit four of the five things two of my one i was late when i was early but i still made it mm-hmm. um but i got to four of the five and in homecoming pictures so that's a busy day made it that, happen that's a good batting average hey. i'll take it yes definitely all day and you know we here at intentional danger field we're kind of i'd say we're kind of geeks in in the regard of you know we like marvel so Origin stories are something that's big to us here. What would the Lisa Badger origin story be? Oh, wow. Take us back. <laughs> let's, let's, let's take us back through your childhood just a little bit. What back schools did you attend days. in town? Because I think it's important to, uh, to let our listeners know how deep-rooted you are here in the community. Yeah, so born and raised. Um, I'm a Southside girl. Went to Lake Town growing up. Um, I was one of the only girls in the neighborhood, so ran around with all the guys. Um, there were just, there was a mass of us that would just, you know, sunrise to, to mom outside screaming because the streetlights are coming on. Um, and I lived next door to Lake Town Elementary, so that was like home base. Um, and then we moved a little bit, but mostly on the south side, went to Franklin, went to Southeast, graduated class of 97. Um, and I'm, I'm still in Springfield. I'm still on the South side. I bought a house when I was 22, um, three blocks away from my mom's house that I grew up in and she's still there too. So, um, Harvard park represent, we're still over there. We've been over there for 30 years yeah. um, or more. So, um, and, and my mom actually, she grew up on seventh and Oak uh, on the other side of Isles park. Yeah. 
So just a couple blocks away from that, um, my grandparents, my late grandparents, um, had their house for many, many years on Bryan Lane, right by Southeast. Yep. So um, it's just always been kind of that area of town is is our stomach grounds. Southeast side. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that's, um, you know, growing up and it's just, it has, it's developed me into who I am. It's part of my persona, I think, at this point. It's just ingrained. So, so you definitely have the deep roots and the um, the hard work driven effort like you said um what what are some things that helped you build that base of hard work and the good fundamentals my mom she was a single mom and she um she not only raised us but she raised our friends too we were that house that everybody was at i understand Um, that so uh, when the guys were playing football in high school and they didn't have money for pantyhose to stay warm, yeah, mom was going down to thrifties and buying pantyhose for all the guys. Uh-huh. Um, they still all stop by and see her and and take care of her and uh, vice versa. She's the one that's always you know come over and fix a plate. Hmm. So definitely that is um, my foundation. We might have to go see mom. She would love it. About that plate? Yeah. 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 You know what I'm talking about, Chuck. Mm -hmm. Cheese. So, yeah. I mean, she's probably the the main person, but I've always had a really strong crew. I'm still best friends with people I went to elementary school, middle school, high school with. Um, And I don't get to see them very often. I don't get to see them enough. Right. Um, Our little crew, we haven't gotten together since one of my best friends, stepmoms, passed away. Um, because everybody's busy, not just me. Um, but we just still have that tight family knit crew that we've always had. Cool. What's what's one of the fondest memories that you wanted to, to share from one of your friends or times of the past? I mean, I don't know if I could narrow it down to just one. There's been so many. When you when you are around good people and you surround yourself with good people, <clears throat> mm-hmm. that's just kind of. Um, how life goes and even if i don't get to see them very often we still try to text we still try to you know stay in touch with each other even um my girls that have moved away um thank god for social media in that respect because we can all see each other and stay in touch and know what's going on um i'm glad we didn't have it when we were in high school yes um, it was it's, 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 it's a tricky <laughs> thing. Completely it, different it's, story. It's a love hate. So, um, <laughs> so there's. A, I couldn't narrow it down to just one thing. Uh, if you get us around each other, it's it goes back to high school. We're sitting around and we're playing spades and we're uh, making fun of each other and telling stories and, um, you know, eating and drinking and things like that. Um, I think it's just overall the camaraderie that that you build with people. Family mm-hmm. turns into that. Well, I hope they're listening tonight. I hope so. What's up, crew? <laughs> <laughs> and I think all of that, what you just said, kind of speaks to how how you're so driven. Mm-hmm. How how you're um, definitely. It, it, it appears that you're you're here to make a difference. Mm-hmm, absolutely, and, and I think that's important as a. a you know, as a citizen of the of the community, to visibly see people that want to help, that makes a, a a lot of difference to me. And I applaud you. I applaud Sean Gregory. We actually got Sean Gregory in the building this evening as well. But you know, I applaud both of you guys. Um, it was a, it was great to see you out in the community. And like I said, you know, several episodes ago. You know, us as citizens, we ask for things in the community. So when you ask for things, it's important to support that. So what I'm speaking of is like the, I'd probably be pronouncing it wrong, but it's the concert series that we had downtown in front Mm -hmm. of the governor's mansion. Yeah. So Springfieldians always want something to do outside of just eating, right? So true. Live entertainment to the quality and the level that was brought in, it was amazing to see. It was. And I enjoyed it. I did, too. And I went, you know, three or four times, I think, is all I was able to make it to. But um, that is a perfect example of public and private and people from all corners of the city coming together to make things happen. That doesn't happen often enough. Um, so, 
you know, we had city, DSI, park districts, um, banks, you know, tons of different sponsors, tons of different people, just boots on the ground working on it. So to get that here and to have something for free for families to go out to and there were people from every neighborhood or every corner of town coming and coming together and hanging out. Mm-hmm. And um, there was all kinds of different music that other people hadn't been exposed to. And I am a big fan of music. I think it brings people together. Yeah. So it was definitely, I think it was a really positive thing for our city. Is there more things like that, that Springfield can look forward to? I hope so. So um, that is a renewable grant. So um, it's been applied for. Uh, It is better that it's already been granted. And um, the people, the Levitt Amp people who who put the money forth for that to happen, um, we'll see how successful it was and the positive attributes it brought to the city. Um, I'm on the Springfield Park District and um, we just applied for a huge grant from DNR. So if we are granted that money, then we are going to expand Isles Park, which is very near and dear to my heart. Um, And so bringing some things back over to the east side, getting some money in the east side. Um, And ultimately, we'd like to have um, some kind of a staging area. I mean, we may not have the funds to do like a huge amphitheater or Mm -hmm. something like that, Mm -hmm. but um, definitely something where there can be live music, a green area for people to come over to from all sides of town. We're going to get people coming over to Isles Park. Mm -hmm. So everybody keep your fingers crossed on that. Um, Thank you to um, Senator Menar and the Springfield City Council and Representative Mike Murphy. Um, I reached out to all of them and they graciously provided letters of support for that grant to come to us. So um, waiting to hear on that and I'm anxiously waiting to hear on that. Yeah, that's my neighborhood park. I'm off laurel area so it's right there we go to washington because it's a little more mm-hmm. but it's, it's right there but i'd rather go to Isles. yeah so i mean i think it, that's another example of um people coming together to to improve things and to get people you know to things to look forward to mm-hmm. yeah so um i'm excited i really hope we get it i do too i do too i had a good time this summer um i had a I got a lot of, I got a chance to spend a lot of time with, with uh, Habilius here outside yes, of the podcast, and it was it was just a good time to, to, to hear live entertainment. Mm-hmm. It seems like they brought a lot of different things too, because uh, it was uh, salsa out there. Yeah, uh, there, there were several things. Reggae, yeah. some, uh, Celtic was there. Yep. yep. There was Gos- Celt- there's gospel. There was gospel. Country. Was the first week. And I went, we went, I don't know how many times we went, we went, but at least four. It didn't matter what it was. You know, the kids were playing. Fourth uh, of July. We're sitting. Oh, the fireworks. And, uh, yeah. The, the uh, fire department would be out there. Fireworks. Um, I'm a Springfield JC as well, and they um, put on the Fourth of July fireworks every summer. So Springfield JCs were um, able to be a part of the Levitt Amp series as well. So shout out to my JCs out there. I shout hope a couple out. of you who are able to listen. Um, and the JCs also put on the holiday lights parade downtown. In the winter time, so a lot of people think the city does that, but that's the JCs. That's um, our little crew right there um, out in the community doing work. So speak on speak on the JCs for mm-hmm. a moment, if you don't mind. Yeah. What 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 are they, and what do they do? So the JCs are an international organization. Um, they're all over the world. Um, some chapters are hundreds of people. Some are a handful of people. They're everywhere from China to Chatham. Wow. Um, so they, um, they want to do work and promote hum- humanity and community service um, and, and goodness of mankind in any way we can. So um, one of the international focuses is ending hunger. Okay. So there's a lot of things um, that are driven towards fundraiser fundraisers or volunteerism um for you know food banks or pantries or whatever um that is in in each community 
around the world again. Um, and the Springfield JCs, like I said, put on the Fourth of July fireworks, do the holiday lights parade. Um, but we all, I can't keep up with them for real. I mean, I, I know I'm busy and I try to get to them as much as I can, but they are doing so much all of the time. Um, it is the 80th anniversary of the Springfield JCs. So, um, years ago, you may remember they used to do the JC's Haunted House. I do. That's what yeah, I all that's I've that's heard. That's what, yeah. Right. That's, yeah. What I, that's all I remember. Right. That's what people remember. So, um, as I think enrollment just um, declines over the decades, um, that kind of went to the wayside. Hmm. Um, people do bring it up all the time and ask us about it all the time. Um, I'm not the decision maker to to say anything about that, but um, we do hear that feedback a lot. So we're always trying to grow enrollment. Um, what it is, it's a young professionals organization for those under 40 um big secret is i just aged out um and <laughs> they are um they're letting me stay um oh, so <laughs> so thank you to them for that um and so we do a lot of things in in um, honoring the 80th anniversary of the Springfield JCs, Buzz Bomb downtown created a beer for us. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so that was cool. We'll have to go check that out, cuz. Yeah, so it's called, um, I believe, Oak and Pearl. And then um, we've done two cleanups at JC Park, which is obviously mm-hmm. our park. Um, and so we're kind of trying to take that back, too. So I was only able to go to one of those of the two, but um, planting trees, painting benches, um, picking up trash. Um, playing with kids there you know it's mm-hmm. it's a heavily utilized park um and a lot of my my lines blur and cross and a lot of the things i do um and so the park district we're getting ready to put a walking path out there at the um jc's park too okay but um back to springfield jc's um there's just tons of volunteer things they do things with midwest mission they do things with the food bank um I just, I couldn't even begin to name everything. So they meet once a month, and um, if you can get there, you get there. If you can't, you can't. Um, and Excuse me. If yeah. you're interested in getting started or trying to be a part of JC's, how would you go about doing that? Yeah, so I would start with um, either the webpage or the Facebook. Okay. The Facebook is very active. Um, and so people can reach out and just express interest. Somebody will get back to you. Um, how I was involved, I knew a couple people that were doing it. Um, and I had graduated grad school and I was like, Oh, I'm going to have some free time on my hands. So I'm going to, you know, join JC's. That's a way that I can help give back to my community. I like what they're doing. Um, and then, um, I have not, um, been able to keep up with them and I don't have as much free time as I thought I would have from uh, graduating grad school. So um, it's awesome though. But yeah, anybody who's interested, please reach out. I would love to have not only enrollment go up, but different people, you know, um, sometimes organizations kind of stay in their lane and and don't let people merge in. Mm -hmm. And JC's is not one of those. So um, we, want it all. we we want everybody. All we welcome everybody. Mm-hmm. We want the best of the best, huh? It yeah. sounds to me like you're a lot like your mother. When you're talking about she took care of the neighborhood and all the kids, and now you do a lot of things in the community that are um, kind of the same with the JCs and the park board, and just you're locked in. You're yeah, field. Yeah. Um, I, I can't say enough about my mom. I mean, she, my mom That's is, a, she's almost a martyr in some ways because she has seriously given up her life to care for other people. So she took care of her kids. When we um, aged out the system and had to get out the house because it wasn't an option, we were told it's time to go. Yeah. Um, then um, she took care of my um, late uncle who had a lot of health and mental problems. And then my grandpa who had um, Alzheimer's until he passed. So um, that's all she has ever known is is caring for others. And she definitely probably passed a little bit of that bug on to me. That's a, that's a good bug. That's yeah. a good bug to have and a good bug to spread. Yeah. That's what life's really about. Yeah. Giving you the sacrifice. Yeah. And I mean, I try to 
to share that love and that philosophy to people and you know my kids or anybody I meet or come across that um, I'm, I don't have a lot I don't have much but I have more than somebody else does yeah. and um, I'm going to do anything I can and I don't always have the money but sometimes I have the time so I'll give my time um, to do whatever I can to just um, help people out and better my community well I don't think it's how much you have I think it's what you have that makes you rich yeah, and and like you say, we're from Springfield, and we understand how it is in this town. And you want this, you want that, and then it comes, and like you say, you don't support it. But when you do support it, you see people out and about, and and that's what it's about, you know, not just in traffic or at work. Families having fun in the community, in the park, playing. Um, that's that's what life's about. That's what my community should be about. Yeah, that's what I want to see. If we could all come together and have that same philosophy, I mean, I said to somebody earlier today, um, people always say there's nothing to do in this town. There's things to do if you look for them. Yeah. But um, it has also been said that you have to be well connected or have money to be able to get involved in things. You know, I I think in some avenues that may be true, but um, but if you have a little bit of time and a little bit of willingness to just show up then you can get involved in different things and who knows who you're going to meet and you know what kind of differences you can make that's true too because i mean springfield is a small enough place that once you start extending yourself you'll run into Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. quite often and Mm -hmm. you'll see the circle of people that are doing things yep yeah, keep that in mind, everybody who thinks they're not going to see the same person again, because you probably will. <laughs> you probably might Very have quickly. to work for them. I see people at Aldi's, and I feel like we follow them to Walmart because we're on the same thing. Mm-hmm. You get certain things at Aldi, and then when you're done, then I get certain things from Walmart. Right. I've definitely caught some people on the Coles, the, the mall, the Shields mm-hmm. on the Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I, I definitely. Uh, was probably really bad and to some of the teachers at school and now I see them in real life and it's like I didn't think I'd ever see you again well, I got I got a guy I, who plays on my softball team and I know I was clowning it is, I n- never thought I'd ever see him again so you know I was going 100% hey, that's the what they sign up for man and you yeah no it happens and I, yeah and he was like Hey Todd, I remember you. I yes. Was, yeah. I call, I call. I still called him by his last name because you, you know, because it's in you. It's that's, in that's who he was. You know. So. No, Tammy Bailey was one of my high school teachers, and she became one of my best friends. And to this day, she's one of my best friends. And I still catch myself slips and saying Miss Bailey. And she's like, <laughs> it's been twenty years. I can't call me Tammy. <laughs> Well, that just know, doesn't it, feel right. It yeah. doesn't feel right because you, you you don't get they're not introduced to you as uh, John or you better put a miss on it, an auntie it, or something. Yeah, you calling first names? No, 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 no. So you tasted knuckles. <laughs> yeah. So and I, even if they told you call me Tammy, you better not call her Tammy. Nah, man. Nah, I still just it's it's what you were. It's hard. I mean, but she is. She's been a blessing in my life. Um. She, I went to her wedding. She went to my wedding. Um, neither one of those things ended up working out for us, but um, <laughs> we can sit there and text about it now, you know, still. And she's in Hawaii, so um, sometimes we have to battle that time difference, but we still maintain touch. So I can say this. I, I don't know if it's because I'm older and I, I recognize more, but it, it seems like the the people that we have gotten into certain positions they're doing more than i've seen in my life you know especially with the whole uh thing downtown with the the concerts and just the different things that i've seen just last year you know so um even with the the art alley downtown yeah. you know it's just different stuff that i you never seen springfield do so i do commend Stepping that game up i do commend everybody who uh who's contributing to that because it, it it does change the atmosphere of the whole city so i like what you said though you said we right 
that we've gotten in and and that we have you know put in and and put in place because it there's no one person that can do many of these things it takes a we it takes people working together so it that's just a word i picked up on that you said that i think is so important and that we all need to remember right and and i want to reinforce that we again not to go in depth but how big a part of we is running a successful campaign man um (laughs) (laughs) politics is it's no joke um it is not easy it is not fun sometimes don't get me wrong we do have some fun um but it is hard work if you do it right you could go put signs out and that's it if that's the type of person that you want to do but if you really want to make a difference and serve the people you're going to go out and you're going to knock on doors and i can't tell you how many people i got in every single word knocking on doors and how many people are like i have never talked to anybody on the park board what does the park board do (laughs) you know and and these people are voted into office this is a elected body um, who determines how your tax money is spent so um, people were really appreciative to come and to the door and they would let us in. Um, I can't, I canvassed by myself. Um, I canvassed with Sean a ton um, with Jennifer Notriano, with Aaron Conley. I mean, I could go on and on all the people that I knocked on doors with and we were out there in the rain, in the snow. It was cold. The sacrifice you know but but that's what it takes and one of the another thing that i heard a lot they were like oh newcomer lisa badger and i was like i've been here (laughs) you know i've been here my whole life yes you just didn't notice me that's on you that's not on me and so people are like oh she's not going to get anywhere she's not going to do anything one thing about me if you tell me no it's going to make me work harder. And um, I like proving people wrong. So um, it just made me work that much harder. And there were no days off. Mm-hmm. You know, you're out there if you're sick. You're out there in a fever. Um, we're shoveling people's driveways for them. I haven't shoveled my own driveway in years. <laughs> I will pay somebody to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but that's... We wanted to do that because we wanted to show what community should look like. And so we went out there and we said, we're going to work for you in the snow. We're going to work for you when it's sunny out. We're going to work for you when we're indoors, when we're not doing all this. And this is what neighbors should be doing for each other. Um, So that's why we were just out there constantly. It it is not easy. Um, Most park people don't campaign like I did. Um, but I wanted to show them how bad I wanted it. I wanted to earn it. Um, and, you know, the vote tally speaks for itself. Definitely. So it worked. Um, and I'm still out there. Yeah. And, and I said that on the campaign trail. I said, you know, I'm not one of those people that is going to kiss babies and shake hands and then disappear for four years. Hmm. You're going to see me. And people see me. Um, And I don't post pictures all the time on Facebook and I don't publicize everywhere I go. You know, I've been, this is my fourth stop today, fifth, Um, because there's work to be done. There's things that need to be done. So you go and you show up and you do them. Whoa. That's that east side, (laughs) y'all. Whoa. That was heat right there. So, since you uh, were doing the campaign, Mm -hmm. just some insight, a little behind-the-scenes insight. Um, What was the most annoying thing that Alderman Gregory, what what was one of the things that just got on your nerves? (laughs) I told him from the get-go that this was going to be hard. See, a lot of people um, 
misinterpret or, or misunderstand Sean and I's friendship. Um, we knew each other, but we weren't that close of friends. And he texted, and he's an early bird. This dude gets up at like 5 a.m., and I'm not a morning person. So I will respond to you when I get up. And he texted me at like 6 a.m. one day, and he said, what would you um, say if I told you I was thinking about running for Ward 2 Alderman? Well, he didn't know at the time that I was thinking about running for Ward 2 Alderman. And the reason that I wanted to run was because I just wanted change. I wanted something to be done. And I didn't know if I had a shot. I didn't know, you know, if if it was going to work. But um, I wanted to see change. And somebody was going to have to step up to the plate and be that change. So he texted me that. And I said, well, you know, that's something we're going to have to talk about. <laughs> so that sounds like an awkward moment. It, it, I mean, it wasn't awkward, but it was just like you know, I was willing to step up to the plate, and then I saw somebody else that was willing to step up to the plate. Shoot for it. I have I have some political training. You know, I've got a little bit of background in politics, a little bit, not a even large one, and um, so he and I had some discussions, and then. Um, one day he showed me on his phone this little mock-up he had done of like a a walk piece or something and i looked at him and i said you want this don't you and he said i do and he said uh, you know it's for the kids we got to do something hmm. and i said all right decision made it's gonna be you but you're gonna have to listen to me a little bit and um he didn't know that I was going to stay on him like I did. Like he had no idea what he was getting into. Um, and so we did it. We, you know, set up social media. We started knocking on doors early, really early, way before everybody else. Um, and, and I didn't even know I was going to run for park board at that time. I saw that as a later opportunity that no females were running and nobody from the East side was running. And so I wanted representation on that board. Um, for sure. And as I was studying for the park board and studying different issues and the budget, and there's so much homework and behind-the-scenes things for running for office that people don't see, that don't, you know, they don't see the hours spent doing homework and, and pouring over line items and newspaper articles and all kinds of things. And... Um, so when I started researching park board, I thought, you know what? I can make a difference that way. So I'm going to do this. We already got him started on that. And then we're working side by side on our campaigns. And we're like, you know what? We're going to partner up. Right. And that way, park board and city council can work together on things. And we can both bring things to the east side. And... Um, underrepresented areas so um i kind of forgot your original question i kind of went <laughs> off but um but i think it was basically like i don't think he knew how much hard work it is mm-hmm. not saying anything bad about him mm-hmm. but it's just if you have never experienced it it is like 5 a.m. to like midnight every day for months and it's jumping from neighborhood forum to interview to knocking on doors to people emailing you and facebooking you and texting you and calling you and pulling you this way and this person wants to tell you this and this person wants you to vote this way and um there's just there's a lot of behind the scenes work it's it's not glitzy and glamorous how did election day feel strange so i'm a precinct committee person too you get your move on yeah so um sean and i were out till past dark the night before um putting out signs tying up loose ends so we were out till like maybe nine something um and then i was up election day opening up my polls making sure everything's running right everybody's there my judges have food um and then I went home and took a nap because I was like, this is going to be a long day. Um, and then I got back up at like nine and back at it, went and knocking on doors, um, canvassing Ward 2. Um, by that point, yeah, I was still doing it for me a little bit, but I knew every vote was going to count in Ward 2. Hmm. So um, 
knocking on doors for Sean, stopped by headquarters a couple times, um, did some poll watching at several different polls, um, making sure there's no issues, um, and then go home, get ready, get dolled up a little bit, um, go take signs out of the ground because the polls have closed, make sure the polls closed, everything's cool, get the tally, see who's winning, and then... You know, we're all standing there together just waiting. And his, mine, mine was a landslide quick. I mean, it was, um, once I hit over 10,000 votes, I was like, yeah, this is it. Um, Running clock on them. Yeah. And my, my daughter was with me. And so. That's cool. Um, I, I wanted to see her reaction, I think was more important than mine. And, um, just having that moment with her but then he won by one vote (laughs) (laughs) we we have to hold on there hit the pause button on that because early on in the podcast life of intentional danger field it was just me Todd and I think John at the time we were talking about voting and the importance of it and why people don't and why you should and it's always said hey that one vote it comes down to one vote but you rarely one rarely sees that Mm -hmm. from my experience then to have um alderman gregory on the the podcast speaking about the importance of voting because i asked him the question and like he said it comes down to one vote and to see what played out over this this past summer <laughs> the pandemonium that was nerve wracking for me it was I for everybody I couldn't imagine being everybody. on the team that the, the actual team because we're on the team but not the ground roots actual working team yeah it was um, I told him from the jump every vote counts you have to get every vote you can every vote counts but when I was saying that, I thought it would be close, like 15 votes. You know, I thought there would be a little wiggle room. But um, it came down to that one vote and then all the back and forth. And everybody else, myself included, we got to stop campaigning. We got to be sworn in. And his just was crazy. The first day of the, what was it, the um, partial recount. Um, where we pulled three precincts. Um, I was at the county building all day for that. And that was like nine hours of just standing there, just looking at ballots and our eyes are crossing and hmm. we're, our feet hurt and our backs are just from standing. And I mean, it was emotionally exhausting. And we got done and I said, I'm going to go home. Like, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm tired. I'm this man still went out and he's still you know shaking hands and talking to people and you know he had to go on for months still and so it was um it was a wild wild ride i mean the whole thing people call it a cinderella story and stuff it's like it from from day one to even now i mean um but until he was sworn in really it was um man it's just it's hard to describe well it was a historic ride sir for sure one of the greatest stories ever told Uh, yeah yeah yeah. if you think about it in a city I'm sorry no I was just gonna say something that had to feel like that date you go on and you're trying to be all perfect and then when the date is over you're like and let that belly fall out a little bit and, 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 and you know the shoes come off like man I just like that's man I mean one of our biggest focuses and priorities whether neither of us won or both of us won or one and one um, was that we increased voter turnout word two is the um, the lowest turnout of registered of registered voters and people who are registered so um we accomplished that 
not by a ton, but we did get some more voters out. Mm -hmm. Um, And when we're knocking on doors, we're coming across people and they're like, man, my vote don't count. You know, it don't matter. It's going to be decided. It's already decided. Um, Sometimes we would sit there and we would try to sway them and be like, hey, you know, don't you want to have a say in where those taxes that are coming out of your check are spent? You know, I mean, these are your sidewalks. These are your streets. These are your infrastructure. You know, what are your parks, whatever it is. Um, And you have a right to to vote and to say what happens to those things. Um, And so just getting the awareness, I think now, (laughs) after, you know, how everything went down, um, I think people are going to come out even more. And I think young people are going to come out more. And that I'm excited about. Being as busy as you are, as we just discussed, just a glimpse of that, how do you balance your work life, family, and keep it all together? How does that mentally play out? Juggling all these different hats that you wear, all these different responsibilities. Um, You know... That that's a great question. <laughs> I think I've been asked it before, and I just still don't have a clear answer because sometimes I look back and I don't know how I did it. But you know what? I looked back when I was a single mom and my daughter was really small, and I don't know how I did that either. You just do it, just, right? You just do what has to be done. So um, I'm doing a little bit better of a job of telling people no, or um, there's times I have to be two, three, four places at at the same time and so sometimes I've learned to go a little bit late to one or leave a little bit early to another um and it's constant prioritizing um I travel all over the state for work so I'm in a ton of communities um and then I you know try to get back to my own community and take care of everything I need to take care of my daughter's a senior she's busy you know, we have to schedule time together. You know, <laughs> yeah. she knows where to find me when she needs money. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, she she texts me and she's like, how much do I have in my account? And I'm like, I'm transferring now. You know, that that's how we roll a lot of days. Um, and then, um, you know, like I said, I don't see my girls. I have, I've seen them twice in the past year, I think. Um, that makes me sad. I miss them. Um and then I used to kind of categorize my, I used to say my political friends and my friends. Well, now a lot of my political friends have become my friends because that's who, um, I spend a lot of my time with and, and I'm surrounded by a lot of like-minded people who understand community service and giving back and the craziness of the schedules. And, um, so, you know, it's, I can't say it's a balance because it's never even right. You know, um, it is, it's a juggling act and you just do the best you can every once in a while. I just say, I got to have a night to myself. So like last November, I hadn't had a day or a night off in three months. And so I, um, I got Michelle Obama's book and I turned my phone off and I put some music on and I, that was my Saturday night and it was so peaceful and it was so great um and then like two or three times a year i just go out of town you know memorial day i went down to tennessee hit memphis hit nashville you know that's a whole different world it is um this weekend i'm i'm dipping out everybody (laughs) bye i'm going to st louis i'll probably run into some of you at the game but um you know i know there's a lot going on and i'm invited to 10 things this weekend and they're all really important things and they're great things but you do have to remember a little bit of self-care and um and i'm important my relationships are important um so i have to um you know just try to make it happen sometimes cardinals or cubs Cardinals. Oh my God! She's, def- she's definitely <laughs> a, a Cardinal. Holy yeah. smokes! Yeah, she almost heard you say that before you said it. <laughs> well, she's turned. Yeah, born and raised. I mean, she's representing. Where? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, I mean, this is just a baseball case. I love baseball. Okay. Um, I love baseball as the game. Mm-hmm. I don't hate the Cubs. I'm not a Cubs fan, though. That's. Um, there are two teams I really don't like: the Mets and the Red Sox. Yes, 
I don't say I that. I do like the Yankees. That's hey, why when you I, said I was, your dog's name, I was like, nice. That's definitely I the two teams we don't say that in like, front yes. of you. Yeah. Because so before Yankee Stadium was torn down, I had to see it. I had to. So I got in the car with a couple people and I drove out there for a game. Wow. And I stayed in New York for like two days. And um, I stayed with a friend of a friend that I didn't even know. He's a firefighter out there. And he's like, yeah, sure, you can crash here. We took him to the game. We had a ball. I had to see that stadium. That sounds awesome. It did. That sounded like fun. Yeah. Me and my two sisters got in the car and drove down to the World Series in Texas with no tickets. That's tight. Yeah. We got in a suite for free two nights in a row. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't be too mad at you, but we probably will cross paths here pretty soon because you guys will probably play the Atlanta Braves and I'm an Atlanta Braves fan and we will. Let me stop. We will cross paths. I mean, I will give your Braves the 1990s pitching staff. I'll give you that. I'll give you that respect. Holy moly. <laughs> we, but I, I, we were she good. She knows her stuff. She does. So I, 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 I got to respect that. Who's your, who's your favorite baseball player of all time? All time? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you can't do that to me. I'm, I could she name 10. Yeah, I love the game. Me I mean, Lou Brock, um, Jackie Robinson. Um, oh, gosh. Joe DiMaggio. Hmm. Joey D. Um, I, I love the old baseball, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I love the game. You got to give the old guys the respect. They weren't out there flashy, making money like they are today. Right. You know, some were holding down jobs after, yeah. after yeah, yeah. the season. That's yeah, crazy. some of them were going off and fighting in wars and coming back and putting on a different uniform to play ball again. It was just bad 400. Ted yeah. Williams. Teddy ball game. Wow. Yeah. With cigars. <laughs> yeah, McKim Mano's out there with a bottle of whiskey and a cigar hanging out of his mouth, just knocking him out. Like, it, it's different. Like a dad. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a real dad. For sure. <laughs> Flipping burgers on the grill. <laughs> what, what are some differences that you've noticed from our time, our era growing up to how kids are growing up now? I think we were we grew up in a simpler time in a lot of ways. Um, like I said, you know, I was raised in Lake Town, and so we would have like all neighborhood hide and seek. That was so fun. <laughs> Just took us there, man. You know, I mean, see, neighborhood hide. That and seek. never happens. There's a lot of hiding spots in the neighborhood, man. <laughs> that never happens. That doesn't happen. You that's got a sick you game. Got a, that's that is a that's sick a sick game. game right there. But I mean, it was it was all the guys in the neighborhood. It was Sean Bandy, Jason Morgan, Sean Bandy, Tim Smith, um, <laughs> these Spartans. Yeah, that Roll whole call. crew. Shout out to Sean Bandy. <laughs> you know, Gabe Woodard. You know, just all those guys over there. Um, we're on top of the roof of the school. Yeah, we're you know, Lake, Lake Town is a neighborhood school. You know, I worked there. So now, which house on the side of Lake Town? So it's not live? there anymore. And actually, oh. my girl Nancy Weikert, um, who I was a Girl Scout with, she just um, ran for office too and one in Leland Grove. So shout, shout out. out to Nancy. Um, but we grew up together all through high school, everything. Um, and I talked to her the other day and I said, yeah, I'm doing this podcast. I was like, I'm not that interesting. I don't know what we're going to talk about. And she goes, girl, tell them about how they moved your house from the school. So what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they picked it up and they moved it. What? So we lived in it next to Lake Town School, which is now a parking lot. The house isn't there anymore. The school district bought it. And whoever, whatever, school district bought the land to make the parking lot. Uh-huh. So the house that was there that I was raised in, somebody picked it up and moved it. It's over on South 13th now. <laughs> that's so crazy. Yeah, it's over by Humphreys. Hey, that's so Springfield. Was, that's so Springfield. I thought that. I definitely thought Golly, that. Golly, who lives so in I hope that Nancy house? heard me tell that story. They did that with the Elijah house, right? Yeah. The yeah. Elijah Isles house. Here, pick, it, pick your house up and go over here. Pack your things. <laughs> what? The technology. <laughs> Man. I hate to have driver's ed on that day. <laughs> a, a house in the, house middle, of the, in the middle of the street. Yep. Oh. No. Yeah. <laughs> so that day you took off to turn your phone off and read the Obama, Michelle Obama mm-hmm. book, what'd you listen to? 
Uh, probably 90s R&B. Oh. Probably that. I mean, my Pandora is very diverse. I will say that. Um, but you put on that old stuff. Um, my mom raised me on Motown. Motown. So um, yes. that stuff, it just kind of calms me, takes soothes you, me. Takes you back. Some of that 90s R&B, like we really shouldn't have been listening to what they were saying. <laughs> For real. <laughs> that's funny we you should. say that. But, um, but still, <laughs> yeah. it just, you know, that's that's what we grew up on. It was good on. music. Yeah. But the difference of it also, like we were talking earlier about the difference of growing up then and today, it was in the music and it always has been in the music. Like you go to Teddy Pendergrass or anything like that. But today it's just blatant out and so extravagant to where it's vulgar. We're back in the day, you know, turn out the lights. Well, we know what that is. You yeah. know, light a candle. <laughs> he's going, and now he's going to sing to you. But yeah. you left something to the imagination. Yeah. yeah. It, today it's just crazy. And not all of it is vulgar. And I don't really listen to some of the new stuff, but um, I can't. My daughter and I are big Chance the Rapper fans. And okay. so. On Mother's Day, a couple of years ago, we went down to St. Louis and saw him, and we're front row, you know? You get it in. <laughs> I I try. We're going to have to take an IDP road trip with, yeah, with, with yeah. Miss Badger, y'all. But check it out. <laughs> Yankee so. Stadium, uh, World <laughs> Series, Chance Front Row, what, what are we going to do? I think we probably better get in on some of that community cleanup first. Let's do that. And then hit them up with what we trying to do. Yeah, well, like Chance says, I mean, it's blessings, right? So you're going to get what you give. So, but we were at Chance the Rapper, and um, it was Mother's Day, and he had his mom there. Oh, nice. So he surprised her by by bringing out Maxwell. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Nice surprise. Yeah. And his mom's name is Lisa. So Maxwell's up there like, Lisa. Yes. You know, like breaking it in. I was like, you are talking to me. (laughs) (laughs) What a night. Yeah. (laughs) It was awesome. Wow. I I don't know if I would. I'll be kind of, you know, even though. Maxwell's cool, you know. I don't know if I'd be bringing out Maxwell with my mom. I don't want to see all that, mom. <laughs> no, I don't know. Give me some pretty wings and I'm done. <laughs> he brought Maxwell out at his show. Yeah, for, for his mama. Happy Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. To all you mothers out there. <laughs> you go to the hip-hop show and get an R&B show I in wonder, the middle of it. I wonder what my kid's going to bring out, you know, for for me. Are you going to bring out Buster Rhymes? Is Buster Rhymes going to be able to still perform? For real. That's the At question. Because he, that, the, the caliber of his voice. He, he looks like he's all right. He, he looks he's like doing he's okay cool. still. <laughs> yeah, but my son's five. Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's going to be some time, Buster. <laughs> <laughs> So as you were fast forwarding ahead, let us fast forward ahead. What would your 65 year old self tell your today self if you were ever to run into each other in a crazy movie that we just made up? Probably slow down and enjoy life a little bit, a little bit more. I mean, I get it in when I can and I do, I do have some enjoyable moments, you know, um, I'm not unhappy. I'm not miserable. I enjoy what I do. I really do enjoy, um, you know, all of the work I do in my community. Um, But I do probably need to slow down a little bit. um, And um, we'll, we'll figure out what that looks like along the way. I don't know. I don't know what I can say. You know, it's... Um, I'm not overwhelmed or anything like that most days. Um, every once in a while, I'm like, how am I going to do this day? Mm-hmm. But then, like I said, you just do it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. What would my 65-year-old say to me? I'm going to think about that one a little bit longer. I'll get back to you. <laughs> I think it's funny how we kind of know what we need. You know what I'm saying? And then we really don't because we're probably in that zone. Like when I was growing up, my dad always taught me to hustle, run out to the field, run back in. Then it's not work because you just do it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think we're in that zone of who we are and we kind of know what we kind of need to do right now. Mm -hmm. And we don't 
but we kind of do sometimes here and there. And if we did more, but it just wouldn't be who we are. Yeah, and I honestly, I think I thrive when I'm busier. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is just a different kind of arena. I mean, I was, I was teaching a long, longer term sub um, assignment at Southeast. I was working as a nurse in a prison. I was going to grad school all at the same time. Um, And I was doing things in the community. People just didn't see me, you know. (laughs) Um, So I've been at a, a pretty fast pace for quite a while now. And I get it done. That's what's important. Folks, if you haven't heard anything else, get it done. (laughs) That's the moral of the story today. Get it done. I mean, there's ways for everybody to contribute. For sure. So, you know, anybody can, as small as it may be, it's something. Hey, every vote counts. Yeah. I hope everybody's registering. If not, let me know. I'll come register you. <laughs> She'll come get you. So what would she will? What 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 does the qualifications for one need to be able to vote in the next election? What do they need to have? You um you can go down at the county building anytime and register. Um, you can talk to your precinct committee person or anybody who's a registrar. Um, you just need an ID, a piece of mail with your address on it. Um, and you know, your signature to register. It's, it's so simple. And I I have to say this too. It was a very simple people in different areas experience different things, but my voting experience was very easy. Went in, went right to it and got out of there. wasn't a line. Mm-hmm. There were people there. wasn't like it, there wasn't anybody besides me. It was moving right along efficiently, and we were at the county building. Yeah, the past couple of elections um, have gone relatively smooth. I mean, we had the municipal, we had midterms last fall um, for the Illinois Constitutional Offices and um, Congress and you know, a couple other offices. Um, we've got a, a big one coming up in 2020. So um, expect a lace, hopefully, in the voting line. I hope there's lines. I hope people turn out for that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the meantime, you know, we've got to we've got to register. We've got to show up. It, you know, I'll drive you there. <laughs> <laughs> like we will get you there. That's important that people know that. Um, that their vote is that important. Mm-hmm. It's so important. Everybody's is everybody's voice is important. Um, I wish everybody voted and um, used their voice in that manner, but everybody, everybody should have a seat at the table. Everybody um, has a voice and should be heard. What is there anything that you want to leave the intentional danger field? listeners with anything that you got coming up anything that you just wanted expressed that we didn't talk about um you know i don't have anything coming up that i can think of um i would like more people to be more involved whether that is in community service and volunteerism um whether that is going to city council meetings or park board meetings i would love for people to to see how the process works, how it goes. Um, where are those, not the interruption, mm-hmm. but I did. <laughs> where, where are those held? So the park board meetings, they're all listed on um, the Springfield Park District webpage. Um, so they can go there. They're all listed. Most of them are at the administrative offices in Bun Golf Course. Um, so those um, are once a month. There's also committee meetings once a month. They're all open to the public. I try to be transparent on Facebook and let people know what's going on. Um, and people can always reach out to me on Facebook. Um, but it, we live in a democracy, and it really is such a beautiful thing. And it's something that I think a lot of people take for granted. And so I'd like for people to understand the process, be involved in the process, um, have, a, have their vote. Um, cast and and heard and um, that would probably be you know one of the strongest things that I would want to resonate with people I think that's super important especially with 
what you said earlier about Ward 2 having the lowest turnouts mm -hmm. and with this room of men, black men in particular, um, our um, ancestors weren't able to exercise that right within this democracy. Right. And we sometimes choose just not to. Yeah. And it's a it's a crying shame, but it's it's a matter of fact. Yeah, I mean, women didn't used to be able to vote. True. People of color didn't used to be able to vote. Um, we need to get some black women out. You know, you're you are hit on two sides. You know, so come out and vote. Um, it is it's a gift. It is a right that that so many people don't have, and so I, I cannot stress the importance of it enough. You heard it from Lisa Badger. Hopefully we can get uh, Alderman Gregory in here to talk about the craziness that was War Two for a while. Um, Lisa, thank you for coming. Thanks uh, for having me. Definitely. Yes, yes. Good, good luck with everything. Um, we applaud again. I applaud your your efforts and your continuous continuous efforts. Sean Gregory too. Hats off. Congrats. City needs you guys. We applaud you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We we don't do it for that, but thank you. And this is intentional danger field.